glad you joined us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics, because our guest is none other than Lou Anarumo. And I'll tell you, he's a football guy. He's a football lifer. I always learn more than one thing in conversation with Lou Anarumo, and we dissect and digest Pittsburgh Steeler victory and what needs to be done to knock off the Tennessee Titans, the next opponent. Some similarities, some differences, and a little Thanksgiving sprinkled in there as well. Luana Rumo, always an enjoyable watch and listen. As always, we want to welcome you to In the Trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics, and you're very wise to join us today in our studios at First Star Logistics because we are being joined by defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo, and it's always a real pleasure. And I always learn something every time we catch up with defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo, so I hope you do as well. And, Coach, first of all, thank you very much for your time. And secondly, I hope you have the best Thanksgiving you've ever had with family and friends, sir. Yeah, same, same that you and everybody else. So it's my one of my favorite holidays for sure. Yeah, it's it's up there for me. I mean, I love Thanksgiving dinner, but leftovers, turkey sandwiches for the next few days, man, yeah. a dog will hunt, coach. Yeah, just sit on the couch, watch football, and eat food. There's not, it's, it's make <laughs> that's a pretty good day. Food, family, friends, football, bunch of Fs, man. That's a, yeah. a heck of an F day. No doubt no, about it. No doubt. All right. So let's first talk about your your most recent victory over the uh, over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, that's a tough place to play, tough place to go into and, and come out with a win. And to get a division win on the road like that under adverse conditions, pretty darn good. Yeah, for sure. Everybody, you know – it's hard to win in this league period. And then yep. you know, anytime you go over to Pittsburgh and any of these division games, uh, they're always going to be right down the wire usually. And, uh, you know, we were able to get the better of them on, on Sunday and, uh, you know, ready to move on. Now I know um, you were saying it, your players were saying it after the, after the game in the, uh, in the locker room as well, that in the first half, it didn't go as well as you wanted it to, defensively and it was kind of self-inflicted it wasn't necessarily anything Pittsburgh was doing it was more what uh you guys weren't doing I guess as such is that is that a pretty accurate assessment and that at halftime you didn't really need to make a whole lot of adjustments just tighten the screws down a little bit yeah I think for the most part you know you look at a uh, couple of touchdowns that, that you know we gave up and um you know in the long run it's just a you know, we got the run kind of bottled up and you know, it's a simple crack replace and we didn't handle it the right way. And then the touchdown pass were a little unsettled before the ball snapped. So our eyes aren't in the right place. It's again, a simple pickup. We end up hitting the quarterback, but the receiver's wide open. So, um, you know, those, those, and then we had uh, two big penalties that kept drives alive uh, on third down. So um, that's kind of what, uh, you know, we looked at it in the, se in the second half. We just kind of settled down and, and played like we can play. Boy, did you ever play? Third quarter coach is a, another masterpiece. I mean, you, you've had multiple halves this season that I think that should go on a loop at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But this third quarter, it's got to be the it's got to be the five star uh, loop because I mean they go thirteen plays, nineteen yards in four drives, and the fourth 
on, on the fourth drive, it's four plays because they kicked the field goal. I mean, it was three offensive plays, and they go out and kick a field goal. Now, that's a play, so, you know, it's uh, it, it goes down. But that's unbelievable, and only three points because of a sudden change that you guys did such a great job on. Short field after an interception, after a takeaway by the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you guys say, ah, that's it. You know, uh, they get nothing out of that. They, they pick up six yards total and have to, you know, kick that field goal. That quarter coach, I mean, is that as good as it gets? Yeah, I mean, you know, the the short field on the sudden change, you know, kind of pride ourselves on going to put the fire out wherever wherever we need to. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Jermaine Pratt, uh, who I think played in it, one of the guys that played an outstanding game on Sunday night. Um, yeah. He was significant on that particular play, first play of that drive where he forced the quarterback to throw it high. Jesse has a chance to intercept it if it's a little bit better of a throw. Um, you know, and then um, we're able to get him a third down and make a third down stop and uh, and then kick the field goal. And, you know, just executing and, and kind of being more like, you know, we're used to. So let's see, one, two, three, four, five, seven drives in the second half up until that last, you know, drive where – I'm not saying it's garbage time, but I'm saying, you know, you're playing a lot of prevent looks and all that sort of thing. That They did get a touchdown there, and I'll credit them for that. But six drives, two first downs. Um, just absolutely suffocated the heck out of the uh, yeah. out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you, you mentioned, you know, the, the play of Pratt. Anybody else, Coach, once you took a look at, uh, at the way the defense played that should get a little star on the forehead? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, First of all, you start with DJ coming back, DJ Reader um, yep. playing as many plays as he did. You know, he's feeling good, so we left him out there. Um, you know, obviously Sam and Trey. Sam uh, Trey is just, you know, every snap he's around the quarterback. Crazy. Finished one off, had another one where he's close. Um, but he's constantly around the quarterback. Uh, he's got one of the better win rates in the league. Um, you know, as I mentioned, Jermaine and Logan, just, you know, really, really good. The safety's playing a solid game and, uh, and go from there. I thought Cam, Cam Taylor Britt, uh, really, really tackled well, uh, right. good of a tackling game from a corner that I've seen in a while. So, you know, he's, he's can hang your hat on that with Cam that he's, he's going to be uh, competitive and, and, uh, tackle his butt off. Yeah, nine unassisted tackles, twelve total tackles. That's a that's a, a heck of a day. He is a he is physical. He's a he's a willing participant, isn't he? He is a first responder for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, the you made you made a point uh, earlier in the week after uh, after a play that was that was made where Jesse Bates goes over, puts his arm around him, and talks about it and uh, shows the leadership that you're looking for. Take us through that little scenario, Coach. Yeah, so, you know, it's a really not a difficult uh, pickup on that route. Um, but uh, Cam was supposed to be over the top uh, and defending the deep ball there. Right. And, um, you know, he kind of made a rookie mistake. And, you know, it looks like it's Jesse's fault. And, and most safeties in the league, you know, um, would kind of turn and point and, palms to the sky and you know that's not what we're about and jesse goes over and puts his arm around him and hugs the kid and tells him this is what you uh, i'm not quite sure he said it in those nice words but <laughs> right. he, he he did it in the right way and um that's what's important so you um the pittsburgh steelers 
as a team. They want to run the football. They want to play great defense. They have a big running back in Najee Harris. Um, you you did a good job on him for the most part. Leveraged him pretty darn well. Got a lot of bodies around him uh, to to a large extent. And now you go from a scenario where that's the that's the mantra to Tennessee in Nashville with Vrabel and with with a guy that is uh, a defensive end size running uh, running the football in Henry. So it's like Najee times whatever uh, with the same mentality. We're going to run the football. We're going to play salty defense. And so I'm not saying it's a dress rehearsal, but I mean the fact that you play the Pittsburgh Steelers and then go play the Tennessee Titans back-to-back weeks. Is there any advantage there at all, Coach? Um, I, you know, I think a little bit, um, but at the end of the day, you know, our guys are familiar. Uh, feels like we just played Tennessee, even though it's been uh, quite some time. But right. when we put the tape on, you see, um, you know, we gotta we gotta bring the same energy, do the same things we did last year, and you know, um, you know, we, his longest run of the day was nine yards, and we held him to sixty yards, and that's that's going to be a huge part of the game. Obviously, that's what they want to do, and. Uh, you know, it's hard to bring this guy down one-on-one, so multiple guys to the ball, and, um, you know, the players will be ready for the challenge. Their offensive line last year was was very stout. Um, Lawan is on injury reserve. That's obviously a big hit to them up front. They're playing a rookie at the right tackle position. Mm-hmm. But is it is it still a physical group? Is it still Tennessee Titan guys up front? Yeah, that's what I see. I, I You know, I, I know they lost – Luan, but I think this young kid's a good player. He's playing well. I think together they play well. You know, Ben Jones inside has uh, been there, feels like forever, been in the league forever, and he communicates so well. The guards are big and physical, so they they block well together as a group, and um, they know, you know, they just, the, the guy doesn't need much of a hole. And so, um, you know, they, they, they're, they're a really good group. You know, it's, it's interesting. They've played a lot of uh, close football games, a lot of low-scoring football games. Um, you know, they, they're only averaging 19.3 points per game. They're only giving up 18 and a half. Uh, they've won seven out of their last uh, eight football games, and every single one of them is like a barn burner. But you know, they, they've been held under 20 points one, two, three, four, five times, and then scored 20 points a sixth time. But they 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 do such a great job. That's that's their mindset, though. They want to get in those. Low-scoring physical contests, limit uh, possessions, you know, and uh, try to play keep away, control the clock, and all that uh, throwback football stuff is what you're looking at potentially in Nashville, huh? Yeah, protect the football. You know, don't don't create, don't let them have turnover. I mean, that's what they're preaching, and you know, we've got to do the opposite. We got to take the ball away. We've got to limit the runs. Uh, we've got to get off the field on third down. That's what we did so well last year in the divisional game. I think they yeah. were maybe one of eight or something on third down. You know, we, we have got to do that um, and limit limit these explosive runs. And, you know, Ryan came out throwing the ball well last week. He's got the rookie out there. Burke's playing well now. So, um, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're a formidable bunch for sure. In the, uh, in the playoff game, uh, Ryan Tannehill throws, uh, throws three interceptions and, and really struggles with it mentally. I mean, you know, your heart has to go out to a guy as competitive as he is and, um, you know, he, t- he took it to heart and he had to have a sports psychologist help him get through it and everything that, that goes along uh, along with that. But this kid, he's an, I remember when I covered him, I uh, did games uh, for the Big 12 uh, 
on the on Fox, and and he was playing wide receiver. I mean, he's he's that kind of an athlete. They had another kid, two guys at quarterback. He's a he's a freshman. Let's go with the upperclassmen. Uh, Ryan, you're you're a starting and a starting wideout in the Big Twelve. I mean, this dude's got some athletic ability. Yeah, you know, first and foremost, I know Ryan Wells. Zach and I were with him for six years in Miami. Right. Right. Uh, he's a terrific guy. Think the world of him. Uh, see him in the offseason, some down in Florida. And, um, you know, him and Lauren, his wife, they're, they're great, great people. Um, but he's exactly what you said. He is a, a, a ferocious competitor who wants to do well, uh, certainly takes uh, losing not well, um, and uh, like most of us, but a uh, really, really competitive guy and, and a heck of an athlete for sure. You mentioned his his wife coach uh, that you guys know very well. Not, as I recall, he was the 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 athlete here on campus, and she was the head cheerleader, right? It was one of those storybook deals where they uh, they. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but yeah, I think she was. <laughs> I think she was, but um, yeah, that's so. This um, how different is the uh, rushing attack that the Pittsburgh Steelers employed last week, and what the Tennessee Titans employ? Um, there's some some similarities, but uh, they're 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 both also unique to what they do and what their systems are. So, um, you know, we'll have some carryover runs from last week um, that we can, you know, show the guys that hey, this is we're fitting this the same way, and this is a little bit different, and um, and we'll have an we'll have an, a different approach on how we defend them too, for sure. A lot of teams have you know gimmick gadget plays. Um, does does do the Tennessee Titans have a big uh, a big or a plethora of, of those type of plays or is it just I'm Smash Mouth here I come? Yeah, sometimes they throw it. That's their game. Yeah, right. That's the deal. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's the uh, that's the big deal. Yep. What about tight end coach? How are they staffed at the tight end position? Three really good ones. They carry four to the game. You know, uh, Austin Hooper's been a good player in this league for a long time. You know, both at uh, Atlanta. And now here at Tennessee, and um, you know um, they 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 all can block well. They all are good receivers. Um, they they employ them that way, deploy them that way. So um, you know it's a it's a really good group. I know you've had you know injuries you're dealing with the Wuzier, and you get DJ Reader back. That's big. And and I know it's like okay, on a week to week basis, you're you're dealing with those kind of potential things. But during the bye week, when you assessed where you were defensively. What is it that you were doing best, Coach, in your estimation as you get into the second half of the season, and what is it that might need to be worked on most? Yeah, I think you know uh, it. Always, you know, with you know, for me and, and for us as a group, it's always going to be about the points on the scoreboard, um, and that's what's so important because you win and lose by that, and that's what's yep. the number one goal um, is to keep points off the board. You know, I think we we were really doing well in the red zone. Um, we got to keep that going. Slipped a little bit, and then third down the last couple of games haven't been as uh, good as it needs to be, um, and that's going to be really, really important as we play these teams with uh, these type of offenses that we're going to face coming up. And um, you got to get off the field on third down. You can't give them another shot. So, coach, in the uh, in the second half of the of the football game against Pittsburgh, as you are very well acutely aware. You had three three-and-outs and three four-and-outs. Six of the uh, seven possessions were three-and-out or four-and-out. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, players executed at a high level for sure. And uh, as I said, I think we just settled down and uh, did got back to what uh, we do well. 
you do do it well. And, uh, you know, you, you, you're, you're extraordinary with your game planning. And that's the, the thing is you, you've got a, uh, you have a, a smorgasbord of things that you can, you can go to. And it, it's, uh, it's very interesting the way you trust your players to implement, you know, a good bit of it. And, and they come through for you and you guys, you guys really, uh, you show a lot out there, coach, a lot, uh, a lot to absorb for players to make sure that they're on point and you, you trust the fact that they will be, and they, they respond for you. Well, I think that, you know, as uh, the number one thing we do is we play together as a group, you know, it's all about playing good team defense. It's not about one individual. Um, and it's a collective effort to, to execute every snap, you know, uh, Sometimes there's different schemes that will allow guys to shine. Uh, but, I mean, you talk about and look at some of the things that happened the other night, like, you know, Trey Hendrickson, we have a blitz on, all-out blitz, and he has to take the running back out of the backfield. Right. Covers them like it's nobody's business. You're talking about a guy that had a ton of catches last year. And, uh, right. you know, uh, first play of the game, he's in the flat covering the tight end. And, uh you know, it's an, it's a two yard gain. So uh, just little different things that can kind of pe- keep people off balance. Um, you know, when our guys, uh, they don't flinch. Does Trey want to be rushing every snap? A hundred percent. But, yeah. uh, you know, he, he's going to, he's an unselfish guy like the rest of them are. And, and they do uh, what we feel like we need to do to win the game. And that's what's most important. And, and finally, coach, uh, you know, boy, the players, you know, respect and trust each other. And they respect and trust you as a coach, and man, they play hard as a result. And that, to me, that's that's the thing. That that's my barometer. I I'd like to watch you know teams and just how hard are they playing, yeah. and if they're playing hard, that's that means that uh, they respect and and love their their coach, man. And, and I know the players feel that way about you. Well, I appreciate that, and uh, it's a, I feel the same way. And, and they care about each other a lot too. And uh, you know, that's what's important, that, you know, and part of the reason, as you mentioned, that they do play so hard. Coach, thank you. Respect you. Respect the time you give us. And um, go enjoy a drumstick. <laughs> <I'm right. laughs> you too. Thanks, Lab. Thanks for everything, as always. Appreciate you. See you, man. At First Star Logistics, we're a very strict company that really puts the pressure on our employees. <laughs> Brakes? What are those? That's what I'm talking about. If you get the body right, then the mind's right. You yeah. know, you gotta get that body right. That's right. right. Yes, sir. Become a star with a chance to earn the highest commission percentages in the industry as a freight broker agent. Check out FirstStarLogistics.com.